0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Energy Report with your host, which is me, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. This week we are looking at the energy, the astrological transits and the uh, energy impact that they'll have on us as a collective. We're looking at the week of April the 26th to May the 2nd. Jesus fucking Christ, we're almost, we're pretty far into the year is all I'm saying. We're pretty far in there. This is the fifth month of the year, 2021. I feel like it was just yesterday that I was doing the reports about what to expect with the pandemic. Wild times, y'alls. Wild, wild times. And here we are. And the theme this week for April 26th to May the 2nd is I am open to great things. I'm open to great things. Now, that doesn't mean this week's going to feel like, wow, I feel so open to great things this week. It might be shit. Everything is getting stripped away, and I've got to really push myself to stay open because even though I may not feel it in this moment... I'm making room for great things by shedding away that which is not useful to my growth, not pertinent, not um, not in alignment with who I am. Okay, so I'm open to great things. This may be something you have to remind yourself of during some uh, intensity this week. The tarot card is the nine of pentacles. We had the nine of swords recently. That spoke to a lot of endings and... Intensity in the mind, and as I wrote this week's and next week's report together, I know that we also have the nine of wands next week. So suffice to say, it's a time of endings and completion because that's what nine represents—it's the the full circle. We've come full circle. Um, this tarot card is about relying on yourself. It's about showing self-control. It's about refining your impulses. Pentacles speak to the material world, that which we can grasp in our hands. And this card says that fulfillment is going to come from our mastery over our base impulses. So as adults, you know, we might crave a bag of candy, but we also may know from experience that in order to stop ourselves from having an upset stomach, we're going to have to restrain ourselves. You know, I love love some chocolate, but... Am I going to feel real good after I eat a whole candy bar? Probably not. Or a whole tub of ice cream or whatever it is. No, I'm probably not. I'm probably going to feel a little bit sick to my stomach. So I got to restrain myself. And that's kind of what this card is like, too. It's about showing self-control. You know, um, the impulse might be, Mmm, this tastes so good, I'm going to eat this whole fucking thing. even past, Even past me being super full... But the Nine of Pentacles comes in and says, "Mm, maybe I don't have to have this whole thing. Maybe I'm the one who has to choose in this moment to say, I think I've had enough. So this is a card that asks us to seek highest-minded outlets and to really limit lower-level behaviors. So to limit um, sort of that routine behavior, that we're not really thinking about what we're doing, we're just like, we're just engaging in whatever. It asks us to really be in our choice, to be choosing. So we want to pay attention to that, you know, that like the impulse might be to um, overindulge or to go too far. And this is about us really listening to ourselves and reining it in, Only we can rein it in for ourselves. So paying attention to that inner voice and creating space for that inner voice. So this week, let's talk about Pluto first before we get into it, because Pluto is extremely pushy for attention this week. Pluto is probably the pushiest fucking planet. Um, We begin the week with the full moon and the energy of Pluto, Scorpio, and then the next day we have uh pluto retrograding. This is a deeply transformational time that we have ahead of us. I think we've all been feeling it. Many people have spoken to me about this. There's a lot of childhood wounding, deep trauma, you know, coming up that may also be present and active mirrored in our relationships and and uh, you know, some of the stuff we're going through um in our daily, in our in our lives today, in our modern lives, um, that also has ties to our past, ties to our childhood, ties to ties to the relationships we have with our parents. So, when deep trauma comes up, when childhood wounding comes up, it's easy to sometimes check into a victim-blame mode of being. Um, But ultimately, what we're needing right now is to provide the nourishment to ourselves that we did not get at the time of original wounding. Did you get fucked up by other people? Probably. Yeah. Other people? Absolutely. Society at large had a massive impact on some of the negative patterns you may be experiencing. But as adults, it's our job to choose. choose, We're not on automatic, even though we may feel that we are sometimes. So instead of going into the victim blame mindset, why did this happen to me? I'm not good enough. I wasn't good enough. Nobody thought I was good enough. They treated me badly. All of which may be true. People did treat you badly. But where we stay stuck in the wounding is where we continue the storyline of victimization and blame where we heal from the wounding, is where we give ourselves what we never got, what we always needed. So what we're needing is nourishment. If you were not kept safe, if you weren't protected, encouraged, loved unconditionally during times of extreme stress, or even if you were just neglected on a whole, or you lived in chaos as a child, You now must provide what was missing for yourself. You now have to be the person, well, you were always going to be that person, but without good examples, you have to find your way in the dark and now you have to find that true nourishment, that true parenting. You know, um, you've got to provide what your life is calling for. Don't neglect yourself. Don't avoid holding space for your deep feelings. Encourage yourself. Be your biggest cheerleader. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate being alone. And enjoy just being with you. You're great company. If you don't think you're great company, then no one else is going to either. Really enjoy your company. You are great company. And that value has to come from within that worth. Those feelings need to come from you towards you. Protect yourself by removing yourself from toxic situations and relationships. Keep yourself safe by enacting firm boundaries. You know, you may not have had a good example for how to take good care of yourself when you were younger, but now you're an adult and that's your responsibility And, you know, if you go down the train, even our staunchest, you know, our most painful abusers, they were abused too. They experienced that as well. That's not an excuse for their behavior. Absolutely not. But we can't then pin our behavior on others. You know, we can't pin the care we don't give ourselves onto someone else because that's a choice we're making we've got to choose to be a really good mom and a really good dad to ourselves even if we never had that example and it's hard it's not easy but it is doable and that's really what healing is you know it's about nourishing oneself deeply mind body emotions spirit something that's really coming up right now if your relationships are not truly intimate they're going to start to come apart now or they've already started to come apart it's painful work to be truly vulnerable with others you know it's 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 really really hard to bare your soul to another human being and and have the courage to go i'm scared or this is hard for me this is this is bringing up Wounding, whatever it might be. It's very, very, very hard. It's not easy. So I'm not taking these statements lightly. But it's imperative that we are our genuine selves with other people. And that means being all sides of ourselves, not being just this presentable side. Okay, it's all of the things being really, truly ourselves. So sharing, expressing if we're scared. You know, expressing the deepest, the deeper things going on within us. Where intimacy is lacking in our lives, we're going to find secrets, we're going to find addictions, we're going to find any number of unsettling behaviors. If you've got some hidden resentments towards your family of origin, these issues are going to become really apparent right now, or have been already, if you have addictions to substances or what anything really addiction to working, sex, food, caffeine, anything. If you've got addictions that are masking painful experiences that need your attention, then you may be experiencing, you know, entering a rock bottom territory right now. Congratulations if you're reaching an intense place in your life. Because change is imminent. Most of my changes came through trial, chaos, and total crisis. You know, I probably never willingly went into change. I had to be dragged into it. Face first, through the mud. Through the mud and horse shit. And, um, you know, I learned probably all my lessons the hard way until I... Understood that I was the master of my own choice and that I could choose in the moment and I could become a master of my response instead of a reaction, a master of my own thoughts and mind. And when I really understood what motivated me um, at a core level, then things became less messy. Uh, but I'm just saying it's okay if you get dragged. To your bottom, too. You know, sometimes, most of the time, learning the hard way is the way that we do actually learn something, where we go, oh, the hot plate is fucking hot. It will burn my fucking hand. I guess I won't touch that again. There's nowhere to go but up from this point that we're at. We've got to make the necessary changes to live a genuine life. Genuine is the word I like to use instead of authentic. Because I think the term authentic, I mean, and I still use it sometimes, but I think authentic, it kind of, the language of it, the word itself sort of references that someone else has to authenticate how real we are. Um, And I think that's bullshit. You know, we're not authentic because someone else thinks that we're fucking real. Uh, We're real because we know that we're being genuine. Right? Genuine means being truthful, being honest, in integrity, being being who we truly are. So we've got to make the changes necessary. This week is really pushing us to make those changes so that we live a more genuine life, so that we feel seen, so that we feel um, heard. And we deserve to be seen. We deserve to be vulnerable. We deserve to be loved unconditionally. But it takes a lot of time and acceptance to receive those things from others and to be able to give them to ourselves and others. And in my experience, you got to give yourself that reality before you can receive it from someone else. So you have to see and hear yourself in such a raw, dynamic, loving way before you can even recognize love from someone else. This week, we're going to feel really pushed to examine deeper levels of vulnerability to reveal what is at the bottom of our emotional oceans. You know, if you look at the bottom of the ocean, there's a lot of really beautiful, really fucking ugly shit. (laughs) Sometimes they shine them lights in them dark places and you're like, ooh, that is one ugly creature. But there's a beauty in that too. They're really wild looking. They're really incredible. It's like we've something we've never seen before. The colors are insane. Living in total darkness. Um, and that's what we're doing. We're examining what's at the bottom of our oceans. Some really weird, wonderful, beautiful, intense amazing things, and some really dark things, too, some really hard-to-examine things. Have the courage to reveal yourself, if only in the privacy of your own essence. Reveal yourself to you. Scorpio-Pluto energy can really feel like it's pushing us to the fucking edge, especially with the addiction piece, you know, the obsessive, addictive, kind of just tyrannical piece to the puzzle that comes with Scorpio and Pluto. When you feel like you can't take any more of your own emotions, I promise that you can take some more. (laughs) You guys are going to hate me (laughs) for this one. You can't take any more. I swear to God, you can take some more. You are going to take it and you're going to get through it because it's all you and it's not too much. It's just the right amount. The secret to this energy is that although it can feel intense, although it can feel like too much, there's actually the absolute courage also available to do this deep dive and come out of it a more authentic, genuine version of ourselves without the bullshit that we were taught by our childhoods in society. Guess what? Scorpio? Very, very, very intense. Very sensitive. And it also has the strength to do that kind of deep emotional work. It's got, you know, the antidote living right alongside. It's the most sensitive and it's the most courageous. Um, You're becoming more of yourself. You're shedding the layers of lies and deceptions that were put upon us. And no matter the challenges that we're facing, we've got the strength and we've got the support of benevolent forces to get through. And if you need support, you must ask for it. You must ask for it. You must say out into the ethers, to your friends, to whoever, you know, write it on a piece of paper, spirit, fucking help me now. You get to be demanding with spirit. You get to be demanding with your with your higher self. You know, just be honest. Be genuine. Be truthful. And ask for what you need. All right, so Monday, the 26th of April, we've got the full moon in Scorpio. When the moon is in Scorpio, we're more introspectional. We're more intense emotionally. And this full moon, along with... Uh, the day after tomorrow's Tuesday the 27th Pluto retrograde you know this is about penetrating our experiences to understand our motives so we are asked to reach into our lives and feel deeply and intensely you're not singular you're not binary you're complex you got many qualities that may sometimes be at cross purposes with with one another you may be independent and clingy You may be emotional and repressed. So we're learning how to balance dynamic opposites without rejecting anything. And that may be a component for you of this full moon moment. Full moons are points of emotional release. And this could be a time when you're called to release secrets, pressure, shadows of the past. If there's something that you hold secret in your heart that you think is bad about you or unlovable, unworthy, then you may be called to express and share that vulnerability now. You're not bad. You are not bad. Sometimes our behaviors may be misguided or not for our highest and best, but you are intrinsically lovable and worthy regardless of any behaviors. And that's a hard thing to wrap our head around because we got this really faux-Christian fucking world we live in, right? Where it's like, it's like, You're, you're, I mean, I don't even know how to quantify it into a short term, but, um, faux-Christian world. I was raised in a Christian religion. Pretty much the antithesis, if you ask me, of Jesus' teachings is Christianity. Full of fucking, um, what's the word? Just contrary bullshit really Jesus loved everybody he found everybody worthy he didn't care about their behaviors he didn't care if they were a prostitute he treated them as equals and he showed that by washing their feet and that was his whole thing you know was equality and unconditional love and then you look at Christianity and it's like if you're bad if you're not good you're gonna go to hell you're gonna get punished You're going to burn for all eternity. I mean, how many people probably don't even remember this, but for children who listen to these things in Sunday school and at church, even if you're like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, my parents weren't very religious, but I did hear about hell at church. (laughs) Imagine being three fucking years old learning about hell. If I'm not a good girl, God will punish me. This is the kind of bullshit that fucking really has uh, sank into our subconscious about being good or bad. And so if we miss the mark of perfection, we'll often, um, even though you're not registering it as this, there is a subconscious component that believes that if we miss the mark and we're not perfect, that ultimately... We will be punished severely. And this has been taught to us through everything. In the Western world, this has really been taught to us through everything. Through school, you know, through our connections to church, whatever. So much of this permeates. So much of the Christian diatribe permeates everything that we've learned. And I'm not anti-Christian, but I am very wary of integrity within Christianity and as a former Christian that's how I feel (laughs) and um, I do think that there can be people from any religion that are fully in integrity and spiritual integrity absolutely absolutely but on a whole I think some of the messaging has really permeated our culture and has our cultures and has done a lot of damage to our psyches. So you know that's what I spe- that's what I'm speaking to when I'm speaking to things that we think are bad about us. You know, we we of course we're going to make mistakes. We're going to have misguided things. We're like feeling around in the dark here on earth. Okay, there's no rule book here that defines everything that we should be doing and experiencing. It's a wild, wild west. And um, understanding that we're lovable and worthy and that we are not our behaviors. You know, like our behaviors are choices that we make that can come from a place of reaction or response. And um, sometimes they're on automatic and sometimes they're not. Sometimes we're really in our choice and we're really clear about like, our motivations. And all that we're asked to do is just to be in our choice, is to choose. And if you understand that you're intrinsically lovable and worthy, you will make better decisions you will behave in ways that are more uplifting to you. So you're not bad. And you know what? The point is not that you're good either. You're just you. You're doing the best you can, and that is more than good enough for our collective. Any power struggles that we're having around this full moon, they're going to become really clear, really clear. Controlling behaviors are going to reach an apex. And we do need to understand what are our motivations. Are we motivated by our self-worth or are we motivated by insecurity and doubt? Since this moon also represents the mother, this is a time to examine our relationship with external and internal mothering. You might be mad at your mom and have issues around some of her behaviors from when you were younger. You know, you might have issues with your relationship with her now. You might have issues with being a mother to yourself. Whatever we're feeling called to do during this full moon, we want to really be aware, beware of the scorpion's stinger. You can tell people how you feel without degrading them or yourself, without name calling, without brutality. Honesty doesn't need to be unkindness. And it is not cruel to be truthful. However, how you express yourself is the key to loving communication with others. You be direct, you be assertive, but don't play the victim or blame games. You know, there's some deep emotional power to be grasped through this full moon in Scorpio. It's a very, very, very interesting time, and uh, I'm really looking forward to see how it sort of plays out. Moving on into Tuesday, the 27th. This is really an extension of this full moon. Pluto in Capricorn is going to turn retrograde. Pluto retrogrades every single year. That's not, um, that's not like a surprise. You know, it's not outside of the norm for us. However, the transitional moment is different. So the moment when a planet switches direction is definitely a catalyst time for change for us, individually and collectively. So, you know, the week before and after the shift, we're going to really feel the presence of the consciousness of Pluto directly in our lives. We're going to see it playing out, Um, especially right now in America. We might see something very, um, very... Intense going on. I mean, we are seeing, we're seeing such fucking intensity. I mean, five mass shootings in one day, the other day, like, that that's insane. It's insane. Um, so obviously people are really feeling intensely and they are absolutely choosing terrible ways to behave. Really painful. That's that scorpion stinger, right? I just want to see the world burn. Um, and that's, That's a really intense energy that is pervasive. So this is something that we may be seeing over the next week and a half still. The purpose of retrogrades is not just to kick the shit up so everybody reacts in a terrible way. It's to go inside, to dive inside. And this retrograde is marked by purging doubt. So Pluto and Capricorn retrograde this year, 2021, purging doubt. Doubt clouds our judgment. It makes us mistrust ourselves. It makes us mistrust our gut knowing. We go, do I know? Could I know? Am I accurate in my intuition? Should I listen to myself? Yes, you fucking should. Yes, listen to yourself. No matter what. Listen to yourself. You will get the right information out of it. One way or another. You know, um, we're at a crossroads. How do you stay with yourself while also noticing the aspects of you that work against you? How do you stay with yourself and also notice the aspects of you that work against you? I mean, I could use my own example here. Um, In my relationship with my partner, I notice where I reject my partner. uh, Where I start to behave a little differently. I start to think thoughts that are, you know, just negative or nitpicky. Um, And then I really tune into that. Tune into where it's coming from. I tune into what I might really be feeling. That I'm masking with some kind of you know, criticizing, negative, nitpicking, rejection-y behavior towards my partner. You know, I, I sink into myself. Um, and I notice the aspects of me that try to work against me. The aspects that work against me receiving love and feeling worthy. And having um, healthy partnership. And it's really hard to decipher these things. It's hard to see these patterns. It's hard to, to take note of this information. This, is, this takes a lot of introspection. I mean, I've really dedicated the last 10 years of my life to just deep, deep introspection and painful, emotional transformation. And that's my choice. You know, that's my, that's my path here. And, uh, and now I'm able to see where I try to create drama where I try to create, and and I, I notice it before it becomes a thing outwardly, because I notice it inwardly. I can sense the sensation of um, where I push something good away, um, or or the sensation of wanting to push something good away. And then I look deeper at that. I look at what's really going on in me, and what really needs attention, and that's what Pluto is really helping us to do. Be a detective of what's going on, of our motivations. It it wants us to work with our inner doubt in real time. You know, it wants us to notice where doubt comes in, where we try to push aside our intuitive guidance, where we try to push away love, unconditional love, um, where we push away intimacy. And in real time, consider that, look at the motivations for that, and rise above that. You know, healing isn't about eradicating patterns. It's about working with our patterns in the moment, giving ourselves what we need so we don't blow our patterns out of proportion. You know, I I am a person who... um, felt very, was very neglected as a child. That experience is there. On certain levels, I was abandoned. Um, I'm not just going to magically become a person who didn't grow up the way I grew up. You're, we're not going to magically be people who didn't grow up in society the way that, you know, being raised up in a society and conditioned in society. That happened to us. That's a, that exists. That's part of our psychological makeup. But healing is about how we work within those parameters and how we consider, yeah, those are our patterns, but here's how I work with it in a healthy way. Here's how I understand it. Um, And I don't just uh, react from a place of my patterning, but I respond from a place of understanding. Healing is about being in our conscious choice and then choosing something with long-term benefits instead of choosing something uh, with instant uh, gratification at its core or, um, or numbing or um, escapism. So here we are. And uh, yeah, we're doing a deep dive. And we're going to feel it most powerfully right now, this deep dive into what is behind our motivations, what is in the recesses of our mind, what is behind fear of intimacy, fear of vulnerability, what is behind some of our behaviors that may be negatively impacting us. And we're looking at that now. We're looking at those sore spots. They're becoming really apparent. And on a global level, we'll be looking at that, those sore spots to do with our collective consciousness too. Um, so individually and collectively, we are doing this deep dive and it brings up a lot of struggle uh, and, a bit, and a lot of pain and everybody reacts to pain differently and some people lash out with it and la- some people lash inwardly with it um, and the key to, for us right now is to not lash in any way. Notice, consider, nourish. We've got a lot of months to work on this deep dive. More is going to be revealed. Friends, I've got a a couple of sound bath energy healings up at Mountaindale, New York, at Yin Studio, my shop and studio, upstate New York. Uh, Coming up, it's an hour and a half from NYC. If you're in Pennsylvania, uh, if you're in Massachusetts, Connecticut, I might not be that far away from you. Maybe you can come and visit, Thursday the 13th at 7 p.m., Saturday the 29th at 6 p.m. These are um, sound baths using tonal and vibrational droning instruments, as well as ethereal vocals. A sound bath plus Reiki energy healing brings about healing on the mental, emotional, and physical planes, as well as clarity of connection to our inner intuitive guidance. These are really powerful um you know people often tell me it's a very psychedelic experience obviously drugs and alcohol are not allowed in the space uh but you can have this really deep profound experience with yourself through these sound baths there it's hard to uh it's hard to communicate what a sound bath is like but um they're pretty they're pretty incredible, and you can be extremely relaxed in the body while still being very alert in the mind. Um, it's it's a deeper meditation. So if that's something that you'd like to do with me, you can come uh, to the Sound Bass the 13th and 29th. You have to sign up online ahead of time. We do wear masks, and we are still practicing social distancing, so there's only limited to five people per event. I want to thank all of the monthly Energy Report supporters and patrons who helped to support the availability of this information in the newsletter and podcast format. Thank you so much to Jonathan and Shauna this week for their generous support. If you'd like to give any amount to support the availability, of this podcast you can make a venmo donation at rebecca-conran or you can become a patron for five dollars a month Um, thank you to all of those who help to support on behalf of those who cannot support at this time and if you can't support you know uh, that's okay you can also just share it with a friend or send your well wishes Uh, those are also means of support all right friends Enjoy your very scorpionic week. Um, Really take care of yourself. Have a deep compassion for you and for other people going through really tough times right now as some of these portals to old hurts become more um, visceral. I'm sending you so much love. As usual, if you'd like to book a session, you can do so via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. And there's also all kinds of other things that you can access there. My guided meditations, uh, my astrology readings, my um, intuitive sessions, uh, or my music, too, is available. Sending you lots of love. Bye.